Hey everybody, welcome to episode 135 of Movie Toast News and Reviews. This is Movie Toaster Janice here. Um, Movie Toaster Adam will not uh, be joining us this episode. He's, he's spending some time uh, with, with his better lady friend there, uh, Sarah. Happy birthday, by the way. Happy belated birthday. But I uh, hope you guys are having a great time on your trip. But uh, in, in her place, speaking of better halves, I have my wife. Val, guest movie toaster Val, is here with us this week. Hey, Val, how's it going? Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for having me. It's going well. It's good to be back. Thank you for coming back. I've got a lot of positive feedback from the last time you were on the show. I'm really, really glad you were able to come back and oh, jump in on another stop. one. Of course. It's, it's fun getting to record with you. It's uh, not often we get to kind of have these kinds of, con- at least, conversa- uh, movie conversations in this focused, I guess, kind of contact, you know. Toasty status. Toasty convos. I'm looking forward to it. Dead air. (laughs) I was was just like looking at her like, hey, we're conversing. I guess not. I'm sorry. I put too much pressure. It's okay. It's it's tough. It's a big, it's a big gig. I know. Not used to this much attention and pressure. I mean, I know you normally do want all the attention in the world, but now that you have it, it's like, what do I do? You're all just listening to my voice. It's true. It's happening. All right, back on track. Get it, get it, get it, get it. Lead us in. It's a movie toasty show. Here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We'll talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah! I was, this is just, okay, yeah, all right, she's not having it, we're just pushing on, she doesn't, no, no chatter from, from her then, okay, so like I was saying before, uh, Adam's gonna be stepping away this week, uh, just for this episode, it's um, gonna be a little bit different, but we're still gonna deliver a little bit of trivia for you up at the top, um, gonna skip polls this time, and uh, give you three reviews that Val and I both watched together, um, then... I, I would normally have been really excited to start talking about Kenobi with you this week, but I think I want to save it for when Adam gets back. But Val, if you'd mind just like maybe just giving a little taste, like what you uh, at, the, at the end of the reviews tonight, if you just give us a quick what you think so far, being not nearly as big a Star Wars fan as me, I'm very curious what uh, how you watched those first two episodes. And I apologize for Motorcycle City fucking Mad Max driving driving by in the background. Uh, anyways, I will also mention, folks, uh, my dog, our dog, Emmy, is is kind of maybe roaming in and out of the background. We're going to do our best to work around that. Um, but uh, Hashtag work from home. There you go. That's what we do here. Uh, it doesn't have to be coast to coast this time. It's more like couch to couch or floor to ottoman is more like it this time. <laughs> All right. Uh, Val, you think you're up for a little bit of trivia? I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. So the basic function of the game as we normally play it, you folks may know at home, but let's let's get Val up to speed. There are four categories to choose that from. The first being comedy animation, the next action adventure, then drama musical, and finally horror sci-fi. So four categories to choose from. Folks, we're going to change it up this time because obviously Val's not normally in the mix on the trivia, but I still want to have a little trivia fun. Um, we're just going to run through one card each. That is four questions on each side of each, each of our cards. 
And we're just going to see who's uh, who's got the best score at the end of it here. I, I will mention for those folks wondering, though, uh, Adam did finally tie it up. We are at 16 to 16 when that when that bastard comes back. So it's going to be a bloodbath. But to keep the your bloody palate. Uh, what? I don't know. Shit. You just keep, keep the trivia going. You know what? Just drop that trivia music, buddy. That's yet fierce, angry, scary, creepy, wasn't it? I thought so. I agree. All right. A lot of feedback from Val tonight. Get ready, folks. You're not gonna be able to handle all of this back and forth. It's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a volley of words happening here. Well, um, Val, I'm gonna let you go first, so you actually have to say something this time. Um, which category would you like? first comedy <clears throat> let's start out strong here comedy <laughs> very strong very strong okay thank you who does will ferrell play in anchorman ron burgundy look at that right out the gate toaster val she's got it one point in the board um why don't you give me a horror sci-fi Constantine is a supernatural detective movie based in which comic book series? Hellblazer. Hellblazer. Is that your final answer? Hellraiser? No. I need you oh, to shit, 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 shit. Uh, it's uh, uh, Hell, Hellblazer. I forget. That is correct. Thank you. Oh, my God. I was... See, I don't. I just don't know the DCs of this. Wow. Wizards of Waverly Place there for a second. No. I, 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 I wasn't sure, but we saved it. We saved it. We saved it. Okay, so that is one each. One each so far. Um, what are you taking next? Do drama musical. Oh, nice. Okay, all right. Let's skip down there a little bit. Who plays Atticus Finch in To Kill a Mockingbird? OMG, that movie is like in black and white. I have seen it. She's doing well, folks. She's doing well. I have read it. It was a very long time ago. So it's a American treasure. This is a this is a classic. I actor. should know this then, and I'm going to be embarrassed. Is it Marlon Brando? Somebody like that? Is it somebody? I older? mean, oh, I went to How about this? That's school. not it. How? I'll oh, give you a hint. That's, that's not, not it. Feeling supported. There you go. Um, hey, you're already getting freebies right at the gate. So I. I'm going to have Being to generous. go with a pass. I have no idea. Super pass. Okay. Um, unfortunately, we were looking for Gregory Peck. There I are a lot of angry listeners. Uh, just kidding. Sorry. They Greg. were already angry at the beginning. Go. Uh, the Pecks. So, um, let's see. I went with Horror Story Vine last time. Let's. Uh, I will take a drama musical as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, Walk okay. me up the bottom of the card there. Let's Who? see what's was the second actor in history to decline an Oscar. The second actor in history to decline an Oscar. This is wicked specific. Jesus. Good luck. Um, no, it's not Jesus. Damn, that was my one. first choice. Okay. okay, second choice. Uh, man, okay. Why would, why would you deny an Oscar? Um, Do it for the odds, not the award. Uh, uh, man, I don't. 
Sydney Portier throwing a name out into the wind. I got I got nothing. That is incorrect. <laughs> Marlon Brando. Oh my god, that's that funny. Name. Okay. <laughs> and well, all right. No point. No, no point there. No point there. Uh, well, we're holding it steady one-to-one. What are you taking next there? Hmm, action adventure. Please be a question about that. Ooh, all right. Oh, you're, you're going to totally get this one. Who does Rocky face in the climactic fight of Rocky? I've never seen Rocky. I want to be a contender. I don't know the other guy's name. I'm not doing too good. It's, you can, it's, uh, oh, I'm afraid if I give you this hint, it's going to give away. It's too, this is a very well-known named character. Uh, the actor's famous. He reoccurs in the series. Wow. That's like, I'm okay. You know what? I'm about to, I know folks. I just threw, I, I'm being nice. I've got nothing. I'm being nice. Apollo Creed. Son of a. Apo- you know the name Apollo that. Creed. You don't even need to have seen, seen the, movie. the whole movie. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's true though. It's true though. Well, um, I think it's time for my comedy animation question. If I'm not mistaken or should, or no action adventure. Where am I at here? I apologize. I've already I missed the Yeah, action adventure. That's right. All right, all right, all right. Yeah? You asked me that one already? No, no. we're going to need it right now. Yeah, sweet. Okay. What superhero actress served in the Israeli Defense Forces for two years? Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman herself. That is correct. Yeah. What a badass. Shout out to Gal. Get it. That's right. Got it. She's good. Got it. She, she, she does have it. Um, <laughs> what's, uh, well, are you ready to polish off the face of this card here? Yeah, you got one I'm left. That's horror sci-fi. You ready for it? Yeah. All right. So to polish off uh, question four, this the face of this card here. Uh, can you tell me for your horror sci-fi question, what is the alien moon in Avatar called? Ugh, I saw just that saw all these trailers and all this shit. And I'm about to throw some shade. It felt like an eternity. Uh, I've not seen it since. I don't know. Something James Cameron-y, like Avatarian Moon. I don't freaking know. <laughs> oh, so, so fortunately for us, we all get to revisit the planet of Pandora in the sequel in the oh, next like Avatar. The it is yes, That's right. swing and a miss, swing and a miss. I don't like that. Um, okay. I don't need. Yeah, we 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 are not big Avatar fans here on Movie Toast. Sorry, sorry, Toasties. I know there are a few of you are out there, but thanks a lot for making us watch another one. By the way, um, so uh, I'll take my last question on this. On uh, uh, I have left on this card here. What is your last one? That is a good. That is a good question. I'm pretty sure. Oh, it went, horror sci-fi. That was the first one I asked. Oh, you're right. I was looking at the other side of the card. You need comedy animation. There we go. That sounds right. Oh, okay. What is the name of the cat in Disney's Cinderella? Azrael, Lucifer, or Bald? In Cinderella? Yeah. Azrael. Final answer? Yeah. 
Lucifer. Oh my! Oh, it's Lucifer. Dang! Got it wrong. Yeah, I know. I know. I just like I'm just I was going after the, the pause you, you gave me. Gave yeah, me. damn! I didn't. Shit! Yeah. All right. Well, it's one to two. It's a fierce race. Fierce race. <laughs> we're both we're both flipping cards here, folks. We're halfway through the run. Let's let's see who who's got the most. Um. All right, Val. What you got? What's what do you want to go with first? The other comedy. All right. We're starting off at the top. Oh, okay. Val, tell me what actor plays Uncle Buck? <gasps> John Candy. There you go. All yeah. right. That's that's a that's a ding. Okay. Give give her the bell there. These were all John Candy trivia questions. John I'd be freaking killing it. Right well, now. you know what? Additive says the same thing about Shrek every week, so this is not this is not Shrek cast. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I know that's what you tuned in here for. No Shrek cast this week. Um, you know, why don't you toss me the same one? Comedy animation. Let's keep it simple, top to bottom. All Boom. right, here we go. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Who wrote and starred in the 1999 film Bowfinger? Oh, son of a bitch! I don't. Oh man, that is incorrect. That's a good thanks. Um, <laughs> oh, I should know this, That's, but I don't. You should know this. You should know this. Bowfinger? Who starred? He stars in it. You've seen this. I haven't. Oh. I, I've, I haven't. I haven't seen. You went to film school, man. Matthew Broderick. Oh, my gosh. I'm embarrassed. I don't know. Now. Stop. Oh, jeez. Steve Martin, this. hello. I don't. Oh my god. Oh, you I'm getting. Do that. Movies mixed that. up. I just. Oh, wow. That was horrendous. Oh, I know in '99 you were like five, but. Still oh my five. god. Okay. 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 Have you ready for your question yet? I'm ready. Smart ready. Alec. Okay. This is pronounced Val. Action adventure is the category. Action adventure. Tell me, what adventurer has been portrayed by Richard Chamberlain, Sean Connery, and Patrick Swayze? That is quite the collection of, of players there. Sean Connery, the fact that Sean Connery and Patrick Swayze have played the same character, I, I really dig that a lot. You'll blow my tits Ladies. right off if you get this, by the way. Well, I would it's just like they're staying put because I've got <laughs> nothing. The first thing that comes to mind is gonna be completely wrong. Would you like to fathom a guess? Sean Con what was the other guy? Sean Connery and Richard Chamberlain, Sean Connery, and Patrick Swayze. Hmm. Nah. Gonna be some 007 shit or something like that. Captain Ron. No, it's not Captain Ron. Alan God. Quartermain. It was Alan is Quartermain. The correct answer is what the hell it is, and apparently he didn't get it. I wouldn't have got it either. It's okay. I wouldn't have, I would not have got that either. <laughs> I don't even understand the question, apparently. Okay. Boo. Alrighty. I'm ready for mine there. Action adventure. Action adventure? Yeah. Screaming and crying. Was the final film in Peter Jackson's Hobbit trilogy subtitle? The Hobbit trilogy? Oh shit! No, oh man, I'm pretty sure Adam actually asked me this question a while back. Um, Nerdy stuff, you know this. Battle of the Five Kingdoms. 
Armies, 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 armies. Battle of the Five Armies. All right, I'm gonna let you have that. Just it's because the numbers you wrong, isn't recovered. it? No, it's Battle of the Five Armies. I yes, got it. It is. Oh my god. You said kingdom, okay. then you said armies, but I'm gonna let you have it because. Thank that you. Thank you. Was a long one. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. No, I think. I think. Yeah. It's yeah. It's bur- I've, I've been burned I by titles better. before, I but I appreciate it. I appreciate it. All right. Um, the next question here, folks, is drama musical. You ready? Gosh, okay. Hit it. Brie Larson won an Oscar for her captivating performance in what 2015 film? I will highlight the word captivating is in quotations. I will repeat the question. Brie Larson won an Oscar for her captivating performance in what 2015 film? I didn't even know she had an award. I'm sorry, Brie. I'm embarrassed. We were quite the captive audience when watching this movie. The Room? No, she was not. I, I need you to clean that answer up a little bit. <laughs> I can't. I don't know. Because you're talking about a completely different movie. I am an actress. They look alike to me. I'm sorry. Um. We don't need the pre... Room. She said the word room. I'm just going to give it to her. Okay, it's room. It's room. You, it's what you were thinking of. Oh. The room is that piece of shit. Room oh. is the name of this, but you you were on the right track. I, okay, I say, okay. give her the bell. Give her the ding. She got it. She got it. Tied three to three. That movie traumatized me. Super I think that's forgiving. why I'm trying this, to forget this. that it existed because it's my worst nightmare. It is, it is pretty fucking horrific. I, I must agree. I must agree. I think we are on to our final questions each. And uh, it is my favorite category. This is usually where I excel. So best of luck to you. Um, are you ready? I'm ready. You ready? You ready. sure? Yeah. All right. Emmy Bear. She's a- Emmy. Emmy Dog. Toaster Emmy over here. She's, she's, she's fired up too. All right. Val, tell me. In the sci-fi epic Annihilation, what is the anomalous zone called? And I have three three options for you, okay? The blink, the shimmer, or the warp? The shimmer. You have that correct. Nicely done. I remember because I remember saying that sounds ridiculous. She did not like some of the verbiage. Although I okay. I really enjoyed the cast. I thought it was a fun movie. It was, it was, a, it was a trip. It's it was not trip. my favorite. Some trip. more Oscar Isaac for you, some Natalie Portman, some some ex Star Wars folk in here. That's fun. Um well, toss it to me. Send it on over. What you got? Give it to me. Give it to me. Right. Give it to me. Lawrence Olivier plays an aging Nazi hunter in what movie? The Boys from Brazil. That is correct. Fuck yeah. Which was reviewed here on Movie Toast several weeks ago. I believe it was an early uh, Peacock film I, I had chosen. Highly recommend that one still. That is a trip. That was a weird, weird movie. Boys from Brazil. Please go check that out. Uh, I wish I knew the episode number off the top of my head, but if, if you can scroll back into our catalog. It is there. Still recommend it. Um, well, funny enough, that ties us up. Well, then we, we are tied four to four at the end of that run. So what do you say? Should we do a, do you want to do a like sudden death? Yeah. We each get, we each get one more. I'm going to blindly pull two more cards, folks. And we're each going to, we're not going to ask the category. 
we're just going to ask the other person the question of of our own choosing. How about that? Okay. So we we can what, you you up for that? How about that? Just I'm just making it yeah, up as but, I go. But this is I I feel like this is a bit rigged because we have a good grasp of. Okay, never mind. Let's choose the category. We're choosing categories. Has. You get to choose one. You get to choose the category, and then I choose the question because we have two options. All right. Okay. How about that? You good with that? I'm on board with that. All right, let's do that. Um, I will. You you go first. Comedy animation. All right. Your comedy animation question. Jesus Christ. I'm going to be disappointed if you don't get this right. Tell me, Val. What type of car is the time machine in Back to the Future? DeLorean. That is correct. You've got that correct. I think that was it for sudden death. We'll give you the win. Give her the bell. She double ding. She she won our mini trivia battle this week. Thank you very much for participating. Whatever that was, that was fun. I, I liked that. I liked that little right, little mini right. mini trip. What do you? How do you feel? How's how's the win? It feels good because that's your favorite movie in the world. So she should know it. I, I would have, like that. I said, I would have been very disappointed had <laughs> that not been the correct answer. Well, folks. So this week we are going to skip over polls this time. I I want to hold off and wait till Adam comes back for that one, but. We've got three like double reviews coming at you right now. First up, though, is available over on Hulu right now. It just dropped uh, very, pretty recently, I think in the last couple of weeks or so, maybe three weeks by the time this, this uh, hits air. Um, but I'm talking about the Hulu original film, The Valet. Hey, look, GT. Actually, I prefer the Q4. Better turning radius. Have a nice day, sir. I can't do this. Goodbye, Vincent. Goodbye, Vin. Olivia, please don't go out front. There's paparazzi. You're being reckless. Call me when you're divorced. Are you all right? People I'm, are I'm looking. Sorry. I never thought I would get hit by a parked car. No, 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 no. Oh! Earhart opens in five days. I can't have this getting out there. What if we find the other guy in the photo and you pretend to be a couple? I'll do it. Olivia Allen is gonna go out with me? The famous actress? Yes. The beautiful one? Yes. With me? Correct. <laughs> My sister put you up to this. You got me. <laughs> Showtime. Get ready for me. Say something, I'm gonna laugh really hard. I don't understand. <laughs> Are you some kind of sex god, Antonio? I'm not a sex god. What's happening here? So you ready for the The flashing lights. Mi hijo está saliendo en la tele. Elegante como su madre. Antonio, this is your first premiere, right? ¿Qué le pasa? ¿Por qué pone cara de menso? What do you see in my brother? He's decent and kind. Antonio, I love you. I'm famous too. Which is surprisingly hard to find. <laughs> Is that your ex? I have been trying to get her back. Now the will be jealous. Maybe we'll both get what we want out of this insanity. Oh my God. What? He's here. Oh God, no. Nothing happened. What? And I slept in my pants. See? Hi. Good job. 
so this is a movie. Uh, it's it's telling kind of it's like this cute story of this. Oh, shit. And here I was just about to start talking about the valet, which is like the title of the movie. Really, the first few minutes are the other side of the story, right? Like you actually. It should be called the actress in the affair. Kind of. Yeah. Like, right. Because that's that's where we open up. So we find out there's this famous Hollywood actress who's having this affair with this politician and he's trying to keep it under wraps. But his wife is kind of on to him. And in this like kind of they kind of have this spat in, on the street, like on the sidewalk. And this paparazzi dudes are there to like try to snap up a photo and generate all the story. Last second, she's like, no, I'm here with this guy. And it's 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 our, our main character, the, the valet from this. It, it's a restaurant that they work at um, that he just happens to be riding his bike by, I think, is all it was. And he gets pulled into this whole thing now in order to cover up this relationship she's pretending to be dating this uh this valet played by uh eugenio derbez who is was very very funny and I, I i gotta say i definitely got this kind of like uh uh what do you call it it, it was like this old school kind of comedy feel it start it starts off a little cheesy you know and in fact there's a couple a couple lines might have been almost a, a hair races that I was I, I thought at first and then I started seeing the perspective they're trying to kind of like lure in maybe you know a broader audience out the gate to to get you into this very cute wholesome story it seems like it's going to be this back and forth thing you know about the like the love interest of the Hollywood starlet. And you think, Oh, she's going to have a change of heart and they truly fall in love together. No, 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 no. It's, it's his story, right? Like this, this is all about more his experience and his journey of like owning himself, like having self, finding his self-respect. Uh, same with her. It, there's actually a lot of like self-discovery in this film. It had a lot of heart, which I was not expecting. Again, those first 10 minutes or so, Almost feels like a completely different movie. The trailer, by the way, is only the first 15, 20 minutes, period. Like, am I wrong? No, it definitely, I thought this was going to be kind of a phone-it-in Hollywood cliche. We've seen this story before, and let's pick a very popular Mexican actor for a different flavor. Eugenio's fantastic. And then it kind of shifted. It was two movies in one, I feel like, two stories absolutely no it it uh two maybe three stories in one there were there were a lot of layers happening to this uh i would have to give props to the cast we already mentioned uh eugenia Debrez. we also get uh, uh samara weaving max greenfield betsy brant is in there for a few scenes we always i uh, love seeing more of her um some other faces you might recognize carlos santos marisol nichols uh a few other uh series name uh series characters Let's take it back to Marisol here. If you don't know, she was Audrey in Vegas Vacation. Yes. She like, looks the same. People. I have to say, I did not catch it. Val's just like, is that Audrey from Vegas Vacation? I'm like, I mean, maybe. It's like, I, 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 the first thing I thought of was like, yeah, if she, if this woman went straight to like years ago, went to a plastic surgeon with a copy of fucking Vegas Vacation and just said, I want to look exactly like this. Turns out that is just who she is. Like, that's just what she looks like. Holy shit. That just, I was very surprised. Um, that, that was an interesting reveal there. And But a broadcast, like, I, I, everyone was very funny. I wasn't really let down by anyone's performance. If anything, that's kind of what saved it for me. Because the movie started off a little cutesy. And I was kind of already, like, 
I was like, let's just get through this. So it's a new movie. You know, we'll toast this thing and let's see what. But you know what? I was genuinely surprised. And I'll be honest, it brought tears to my eyes. There is there is some uh, intense family moments here. We we have some family bonding. Like it it is really uh, a surprise. I, I had had a really good time. It's still not. Now, I, I'm getting excited. I know it's not like the greatest story ever written, though. But you could do a lot worse for a brand new streamer flick. This is by no means anything that could have. I I couldn't see this being at the theater. This fits to me. This it sits very well. And on the home streaming service, you know, right? Like it's absolutely it, it's a little over two hours. That's right. Oh, yeah, it is. But, you know, I never really felt like it where I'll admit I might have got a little tired watching some some other movies recently and might have closed my eyes for a quick second. This one never did that because it moved at a really good pace. The humor was funny. Um, Kept me on my toes with going in and out of Spanish at some times. You know, that's true yes it, it is a fairly tennis. trilingual film in fact <laughs> we we do get a little korean in there too um there is it's it's really a cute movie i had a good time uh like i said good performances all around i think it's a very nice story um i personally would give it two and a half slices of toast what about you val if you had to put a, a slice scale on it I would say I'm going to go between two and a half and three just because the first half of the movie, it's two and a half for me. And then it turned into a strong three because it made me cry. And Eugenio's character was just so endearing to me. Absolutely. And that's really yeah. hard for me to follow up with the character movies. I prefer television because I like to grow with the character and really learn who they are. Yeah, he's kind of, because he starts off as like, He's he's got a heart of gold, but he's still a little pathetic, and you kind of pity him. But over time, he starts to improve that quality of himself, and he finally starts taking steps to like improve his own life. And it's you expect certain turns to be made that I was so happy they didn't then make that obvious next step. Like it happened a couple of times, uh, coming across a couple of other characters trying to re, uh, rekindle old flames and things like that. And I'm like, oh, I'm so I'm so glad they didn't lean that direction too hard and just had you taste it and one like, oh, are we going to do this kind of thing? I'd, which, yeah, I'd, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But yeah, um, that, again, is over available over on Hulu. It's streaming right now. Um, two and a half for me. Three for Val. Still a decent flick. Decent flick. Still very much worth checking out. Up next, though, was a, uh, a feature film we saw up on the big screen. That uh, is something that's normally on the small screen. We went and checked out the Bob's Burgers movie. Are you hungry for something good? Something juicy. How are you doing? Something beefy. Hot burgers, sexy burgers. Lynn. What? It's summer and sex sells, baby. Big things are coming for summer, Tina. Take off those bulky jeans to be more aerodynamic. Oh, you're doing it already. Great. Big things like that heat rash you get sometimes. Bigger. Stay low, follow my lead. Come, come see. Great, thank you. Like this? <gasps> I think we got it. That last one was good. Stop. 
not what I was expecting. I'm the marketing department. I took Gene's burger suit, let out the crotch a little bit, and bam. A burger with a bikini on it? Ah, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I get it. No questions from this guy. Yes, folks, this is finally the Belcher family up on the big screen. I know we've been uh, hyping about it for a while. Val and I were really excited to see it, too. Uh, we're probably going to hear one more uh, Adam review of it next week, which I'm very excited to hear his review of it. But let's take in a little journey of what our impression of our experience was. So, like I said, we saw this at the uh, theater just down the street. Um, it was a decent runtime, too, of like it's 90, just over 90 minutes, I want to say. Uh, this was about, apologize. Yes, a little over 90 minutes, I would say. This was about the Belcher family. It starts off feeling pretty familiar. I kind of like that third dimension that we add to the, to the, um, town. We get a lot of heavy shadow. It immediately, you recognize this is visually very different. We are in a cinematic world. I liked that right away. We didn't just deliver the same animation to us. Although everything lo looks familiar. The people look familiar. It's all the same voices, all the same characters. But it's it's that wider aspect ratio. It feels like you're very much enveloped in their world. And I like that right out the gate. Um, we are met with kind of a dark, like, there's a murder mystery thing happening. Someone was killed in Wonder Wharf uh, some years back. And we uh, jump ahead to today. And the Belchers are experiencing a little bit of a, a little bit of a problem, aren't they, Val? Absolutely. Uh, it was not what I thought it was going to be, but I'm glad because they did themselves justice. It felt like a feature film. It didn't feel like I watched like four or five episodes or just one really long one. But I would say it helped watching the most recent three episodes leading into it to get the tone of where they were about to go and kind of where the head of all the characters were because it definitely i will agree with you. yeah that definitely does help it's to a different place it's not like the kid the story carries straight over but specifically dwight val saying it is the mental state as to why the characters are probably making the decisions they are at this time and i think that that is it's not necessary, but it does kind of help give a perspective as to why they, they go the directions they do. But I will say there is all these familiar characters. We do get some new sights and new new sounds, new smells of, of the town. Uh, I do like that we visit some new locations. Um, you may think you're missing some of your favorite characters, but I, I would say keep in mind you're hearing their, their, the voice actors' voices 100% because they just do so many different people with some a lot of the same people that uh don't despair even if they're not in there you might you might catch a glimpse of them in town you might you might see him in the credit roll that was that was a fun closing credit scene by the way but uh they're not like a scene just like the sequence i like the animation sorry don't want to don't anyone sitting in the theater for nothing that didn't happen or is there in fact if there is did val and i walk out too soon as soon as, as soon as the belters left the screen we we kind of started walking out of the theater so let us know uh movie underscore toast if we <laughs> if we missed out on like a post credit scene or something um but anyways the, the yeah now i i had a good time i agree with val it didn't like necessarily feel straight up like an, a longer episode it did slow down a tiny bit for me in the middle like i said i kind of it's like i it, it got it i don't know i feel like it lost a little bit of momentum but once we got right back into especially that that third act i was all in when we really started raising the stakes 
um, some Toy Story-esque like moments start to come up at the end without giving any any spoilers away. But uh, it, it definitely raises the bar for the content that the show can offer. I'm very excited to see where what direction the show goes afterwards. But I had a great time watching this, hearing the songs and the like in, with all the speakers in the big screen, getting like surrounded by all of the characters that, that are on screen at, at once. I really like that. I like feeling like we were in the world, seeing it in the movie theater. And I don't I do not regret going to see this on the big screen at all. What about you, Val? That was great. I feel like that was the best way to experience something like that because you are in your living room all the time. You know, we stream Bob's Burgers in the background all the time on the daily sometimes. So it was kind sure. of nice to get the different perspective of sitting in the theater and the, the story I feel like was a lot stronger than what they've been doing in television. So, you know what? I was, I was happy for what it was. It, it was well done. Nice. Oh, Fox yeah. team. Shout out to Fox. And I did notice that ad for, so you think you can dance in the opening, but oh, well, it. yeah, that kind of has to happen. though, doesn't it? Well, uh, Val, I think all that's left here is let's let's let the folks know what we think. Oh, you know what? Shoot. Let's take two seconds here because. All right, Val, one thing's left. What, what, what do you think? How many slices would you give the Bob's Burgers movie? I'm going to go with three. Three slices okay. because movies based on television shows are very difficult, especially with the animation. And you can mess yes. it up real quick. But I feel like studio just let the show do them and it really worked out because they know what they're doing no you know what i'm gonna back up your three slices and i will also give the bob's burgers movie three slices of toast it is tough to do something that translates from television or a series into the big screen especially animation like you said and i've watched uh, you know i've been fans of things in the past like the spongebob movie and stuff like that where they have made a lot of various attempts at doing, trying different things, but this show or this movie did a good job of still feeling like the show, but it still felt like its own story. still felt like its own experience uh, while not having to be so dedicated. Obviously this is made for the fans, but I still think this is a solid movie. Nonetheless, uh, like I said, three slices. I agree. Well, all right. I think we're, we're, we're getting, uh, we're getting into the the last review here. You ready? You ready to strap in for for this one? It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of. I don't know. Fuck. I thought I had some a good transition there. It's gonna work Mach ten in there. Some fucking shit. Okay, let's be honest, folks. <laughs> this is Top Gun. Top Gun Maverick. What do we have here? Yeah, here I thought we were special. Fellas, this here's Bagman. Hangman. Whatever. What the hell kind of mission is this? Everyone here is the best there is. Who the hell are they going to get to teach us? Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You are here at the request of Admiral Kazansky, AKA Iceman. He seems to think that you have something left to offer the Navy. What that is, I can't imagine. With all due respect, sir, I'm not a teacher. Just want to manage the expectations. What the hell? Good morning, aviators. This is your captain speaking. 
And we're off. Here we go. In three, two, one. We're going into combat on a level no living pilot's ever seen. Not even him. You think up there you're dead. Believe me. My dad believed in you. I'm not gonna make the same mistake. Someone's not coming back from this. Those are your pilots. Anything happens to them. You will never forgive yourself. No turning back now. Having any fun yet? That's fucking right. Okay. I'm I have been excited for this one for a while. This is kind of one of those blockbustery movies. We've been promised this one forever. You know, you've heard me talk about this on the show in the past, but Val and I, the day of this recording, went and checked out Top Gun Maverick. This is the sequel to the 1986 Tony Scott film of the same name. Um we are bringing back the title character Maverick for one more mission, one more flight. We're, we've been catching up to what he's been up to all this time, and he's been getting into some shenanigans, but, you know, ma- maturing, I would say. He's, the, some things have gone down in his life, and he's got a, he's got a handle on some shit. And, uh, but the, the Navy is, uh, n- needs to bring him back. Uh, Mr. John Hammy, some Hammerson, ha- Hammer Time, picks, picks up the phone. Actually, it's not him. It's Val Kilmer. John Hamm wants nothing to do with Tom Cruise. But uh, Val Kilmer, of course, as I'm sure a lot of you folks have heard, does actually get a scene in the movie. That was really cool, to, the way they worked that in there. Even the, uh, with the difficulties with the speech, I, I thought that was really neat how they wrote it all into the scene. They made it. The, the man still got to be a part of the story. That was really cool to me. Because that's seeing as he was such a big part of that film, uh, the first film, you needed to have some reference to the pedigree of where all of these pilots came from, and that was a big part of it. Um, the mission being referred to, though, is there is a, I think, I believe it's a uranium enrichment, or there is there is a facility that's going to have potentially weapons-grade uranium within the next three weeks, and we need to take the top 12 pilots from Top Gun, and we need to train them on this extremely difficult mission and the only one that can do it, of course, is our homie Maverick. So we got to bring him back to Top Gun and run him through the ringer. And do we get a, a beach volleyball scene? No. We get football. We get a football scene. And there's chicks. There's chicks and there's dudes and there's pecs and they're all sparkling in the sun. It's not hot. No, it's not. It's kind of weird. And Tom Cruise has to take a break because he's old just kidding sorry Tommy I know you're a big fan of the show uh so um yeah no it's it it is the story I will say it's pretty straightforward but the the intensity the gravity of it is kind of what keeps coming back it's it's learning that he's having to deal with the you know the the death of goose spoiler alert if you didn't see the fucking first top gun uh his his previous co-pilot died in that film and it's that's this it is a heavy subject in this that's very much one of the main points of this film um val having 
not been nearly quite as familiar with the, the first one as I am. Did you ever feel like you were missing a, a very critical part of the film or were you still able to get from point A to point B pretty well? No, I've seen it one time, but it's also like parodied and so much satire. And <laughs> I've seen Kinda it in those blanks. everywhere else too, or just the same part so many times that you, you kind of get the gist of it if you haven't even seen sure, the whole sure. thing. And those are definitely the parts they hit you with again multiple times in the second one. Yes. So you can follow along pretty well. But I also feel like I am now in the age group where I'm identifying more with Tom Cruise's character and where he's at versus the young gun and the younger character. Because (laughs) that's just where we're at right now. And the theater was packed and I thought that had something to say about the content itself. It's very rare. Something crosses over. So the story definitely. Yeah, whole family's in there. You could relate to. So you got the young ones for the younger ones. And they're like, okay, I'll say this because my mom and dad. Like this move that's this old movie apparently from back in the day that's pretty cool. But it was really But Miles Teller probably shaked some nerves and rattled some brains. Sure. He was great. So Jerry Lee Lewis reference, folks. Get on board. I didn't get it. Either. Great great balls of fire. It's a song Goose plays in the first oh, yeah, that's one. A little on the nose. We got, we got some couple cheesy ball moments oh, because you know what? We that's did. What we do because I that's will what, say, oh my god, the yes, there was so there were definitely a couple of those. What was that? What was that line Tom Cruise has where he looks like straight back into fucking John Hamm's eyes? And well, that's why I'm here, isn't it? Like he has. There was some. It was super on the nose, and I was just like, oh my god, I rolled my eyes. But you know what? Though it's kind of this is what the movie's about, right? Like. This is a sequel from a movie from fucking 36 years ago or some shit now. 37. It's 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 been a minute. In fact, the, this movie itself has been a long time coming. Uh, it's tragic. The, the, the story of what the history of this particular film. Uh, rest in peace, Tony Scott. Wish he could have been a part of the completion of this film. Um, but we are uh, still got to experience the story. And I hope that him and his family were able to appreciate that the audience came back again. We're all still love calling back, remembering the first film and continuing on with the, the characters that remain in the second film, which is basically just Iceman and Maverick. But we do get some incredible, incredible cinematography. My God, and what's interesting, right before we jumped in this recording, I did a little bit of uh, factoid reading. So apparently for a lot of the... Uh, in-camera cockpit shots. A lot of people have already heard. Of course, Tom Cruise, he demanded that they use as little CGI as possible, that they actually were flying in these, you know, that they were on board these these jets. What I was not aware of is apparently, because of the nature of the scenes they were filming, they actually had to train the actors how to set up the cameras, the sound, and do their own makeup because they had to do it in the cockpit when they were all student or, or adjust anything. Anytime something like that movie wise had to be fixed, they had to do it themselves. And then they had no, they, they weren't able to watch it live. So they had to bring the, the, all the audio and footage back to like base camp, watch it there and then see if they needed to go back and reshoot it. So they would, they would have to watch through hours of stuff and then have to come back and reshoot things if they needed to, or send them back up in the, into the air. Um, and another fun little factor, Miles Teller revealed of the six of the new cast members, quote unquote, they called them uh, three of them threw up literally every day they filmed in the jets. So not everyone did so well. And my God, some of that footage of them, like the reverse 
uh, that reverse shot of them flying, like when you just see their flesh pressed against their eye sockets and like, you know, that was real. These guys were going through it, man. It, it looked fantastic. I mean, that's, uh, let's be honest. That's when I was a kid and sorry about that. Let's be honest. When I was a kid and I was watching the original film and I watched the shit of that thing on VHS, uh, I loved the dogfights. I loved seeing the jets in the air. You get a decent amount of that. But when you do get it, it is fucking awesome. That, the seats were rattling and we weren't even in like the highest end version uh, screening that we could possibly see of this, I would, I would say. And it still kicked ass. Um, yeah, they kind of cookie cutterish characters right like it's not no one's super deep but the journey they go on i think is still worth worthwhile it's, it's still a good ride yeah they were very stock characters no more no less everybody was the, you're assigned you're going to be this one and you're the cocky one and you're the friend and you're the nerdy one and you're the hot one and it is what it is you know yeah but that's what it's supposed to be so i didn't really mind it because everybody showed up and did their job i was like all right you know what? And that's that's what's uh, kind of nice these days is it, you just I like having this movie. It doesn't need to be this quintessential next chapter and how we're going to make films forever. But I just had a damn good time watching this thing. And this is one that demands you see it in theaters. So even if you like question it for a second, whether or not you want to see this movie, just go check it out. I At least you're going to see something in there that's going to wow you for for a few minutes. It's going to it's going to put you in another place. That's for sure. Um you know, I'm going to keep the trend going. I'm going to give Top Gun Maverick three slices of toast. Uh, could it have been three and a half? Maybe. But it, like I said, it's not like the most incredible story, most complex story ever written. But we got there. We got from, you know, the start to finish. It was a fun ride. Uh, didn't have to look too deep below the surface in order to get the story. And But it was still very entertaining. What about you, Val? I agree. I liked it. I'm going to say almost three, three and a half, just because visually and audio was great. It was really entertaining for what it was. You don't have to like, like fighter pilots and all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. I would agree with that too. It's not like, it's not like a war movie as Adam would say. Like it's not, it's, it's It's not not that at all. Although set in that setting and it is about pilots, it is a drama Exactly. Featuring a lot more human emotion, and this is kind of the backdrop. This is this is their job. I do want to thank them for not putting me through a simulated sex scene with Tom Cruise. Thank oh, you. thank I God! Appreciate that. I'll, I, you know, I Jennifer Connelly, don't it, mind, but I don't. Not necessary. We do not need to see old Boinkin. I hate mushy that. parts. Yeah, was, you know what? I'm okay with that. I didn't need it. There's already the couple cheeseballer things. I'll forgive because that's what it is. And shout out to Val Kilmer for actually getting able to be in it. Yes. Yep. Because that Absolutely. was a big deal for them when that first one came out. That was a game changer for everybody's careers. And I'm glad oh, 100%. to get back now. Shout out to Val. Yeah. Val, Val shouts out Val. Val to Val. This week. Okay. That might be the episode title right there. <laughs> um, Val's message to Val. Well, Val, I think that wraps up our uh, flick reviews for the week. Now, like I teased back before, I was so fucking stoked for Kenobi, and dear God, it finally landed. But 
I'm going to hold my tongue. In fact, I'm going to wait for my my toasty half to, to come back. And I'm going to wait until he and I can do a thorough review of, by then, I believe the first three or four episodes of Kenobi. Um, but just as a little teaser for you, I, Val, care to care to offer up a few words and what you your reaction? What was your takeaways? What how was it uh, being? Well, my wife watching this alongside me fucking mouthing off for the first five minutes. Just yeah, what do you what do you got? Just a quick what 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 is your impression and takeaway of the well, Kenobi? I like it. You know what? I've been seeing some hateration online from people that I typically agree with for their movie tastes other filmmakers slash colleagues and I'm I'm gonna disagree with them because I enjoyed it I really like the story I think the performers are fabulous and you know what I got a soft spot soft spot for this cast because they're all bringing it because they're all very talented people so I can forgive some other things just because I enjoy it and I like the flavor of it. It feels different than John Favreau. Not that I don't enjoy some John, but it's through a different lens and you can see it and you can feel it. And I think that's what makes it intriguing because it is a little different, but based in the same world that you're kind of already used to from everything oh, yeah. else. But it feels different, even from the soundtrack to the characters to the visuals. But I really enjoyed it and I'm looking forward to this one so far. It's one of my favorite Star Wars uh, franchises so far. Nice. For nice. not being a Star Wars person, like I can't tell you what any of them are number-wise, what the plots are, but I like this show. Awesome. That's awesome to hear. Look at that. See, little resistance for watching the rest of the series here, folks. I don't have to stay up in the middle of the night to watch <laughs> we get to watch this one together just like Mando, which which we did with Mando, which we did together with Book of Both that every week. Um I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, we'll get in much more in-depth when Adam comes back. But, folks, I don't know if you've heard the news. Val, tell me if you haven't heard the news. This December, Movie Toast the Festival is happening again. It's back! That's right. Round two, folks. This is it. Movie Toast the second annual festival is happening Digital, of course, we're doing an online stay in your PJs. You come down this December and you check out this show. Uh, we had so much fun last year. Uh, in fact, Val and I both watched it together. We had a we had a few people come to the chat. We were chatting them up. Uh, it was a good time. It was a good time. Um, a lot of films have already started pouring in. Uh, we've had a few more trickle in this week, and there's still some room. We still got we still got some time left. Oh, entries are still open. They are. Entries are still open. But the sooner you submit, the better. As the price does climb, the higher you go. Not by much. It's only a few bucks. We do pride ourselves on being a very entry-level friendly competition. But when does this price increase happen? In about a month. Just less than a month, I think, is the next step up. Come on, it's folks, only a couple dollars. July. Hit it before July. Get them in. Please you want to see them all. Um, I would like to do a friendly reminder. This is a short film festival. Short film. Please. I I, I stress. it's. I know a few of you want to submit your features. I just, we're not going to be able to show them. Just keep it tight and toasty, folks. That's right. Let's listen to Toaster Val over here. Tight and toasty is what we need. Uh, if you don't have a short film and you just got opinions about the show, Opinions about some episodes. Get some flicks for us to, to check out. Or you have some conflicting ideas on what we had to say. You want to take a crap on uh, Toasty Val's uh, opinions of things over here? 
I did, hit us up. Movie underscore toast. We are over on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at uh, Movie Toast News and Reviews. We are also got a couple of videos over on YouTube as well at Movie Toast News and Reviews. A few of our uh, interviews in the past, and hopefully we'll have some new stuff coming down the uh, be posting here in a little while. Uh, hopefully by the end of the summer, I think we'll have some more some more interviews for you, fine folks. But uh, Val, I I'm just kind of struggling to think. Was there was there something else we we had to do this episode? Maybe 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 it's something we can ask the toasties to do. Stay toasty. There we go. That's what we're looking for. Stay toasty. Goodbye. I love you. Oh, how sweet. This oh there's there's an Emmy Emmy growl she's she's getting uh, we may need to take a brief little quick one one second here Al sorry she this this is not going to do anything sorry Al the pup demands both our attention at the moment. Little baby dog, you need some freaking treats and shit. Oh, no. Not good enough. Oh, shit. Of course. Okay. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. We're...